0: Kingdom, phylum, class, <laughs> genus, spe- species. Do you remember that? No. Uh, okay. Do you remember the animal kingdom from like grade? What grade was it in though? Oh, probably grade five biology. Oh, darn it. I was going to use Christian private school <laughs> <No. cube>. Yeah. <laughs> we would learn that through Noah's Ark. Yeah. Grade 12. Uh, do you remember that? Can you do one like a dog? Uh, No. I I did not come here to be tested. But. But isn't it funny how you like go through school and you're like, this is the most important test I'll ever do? And you're like, have some like mnemonic device, to remember it? Like, genus is a genius, <laughs> phylum is a weird word. Like, and you just go through and then you get to class and you're like, a sweating.
1: As a like, really to my core teacher's pet, I remember that aspect of school so vividly. Do I remember? Anything I learned in school nothing whatsoever. There's nothing.
0: There's always an arrogant High school kid who's like, oh, we're never gonna use this formula in math And then you know, and then the teacher has some snarky comment But imagine being like in grade four being like we're never gonna use (laughs) the animal classification (laughs) system
1: I, the other day on a car ride, it was two days ago, this is really embarrassing, I shouldn't admit this, but I thought 12 times 12, I know what it is because I know my multiplications of 12, but I can't remember how to do long multiplication.
0: What is 12? 144.
1: Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, so you remember that, but could you do that on paper as a long multiplication? Oh. No. What?
0: Where do you... Give me five minutes, I'll figure it out. What
1: happens after you carry the number?
0: It, you at, don't ask me to like. <laughs> I'm creating a an image in my head, and don't ask me to do this. Can you do m- long division? No, because then I thought of that, and I was like, I don't remember how to do that. Yeah, those. That's like real grade. I don't know. That's hard. That's hard stuff.
1: Yeah, try playing that game. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? You're not.
0: Oh, thanks. Did. I feel like we haven't actually seen each other because last time we, we we recorded um or sorry since last time we recorded we had a show.
1: Oh my god, we did.
0: did we you lost. You it lost. was so fun. Did you have you had fun though?
1: I had fun, I'm going to be honest. Uh I thought you were so mad at
0: me. Why?
1: Okay. So okay, well, for first, the can, listeners, yeah, can
0: we like give some context first?
1: For the listeners, we had a competition. It's like an improv cage match. Three teams enter the cage, which is the stage. One team exits.
0: Metaphorically.
1: Metaphorically, based off of audience votes. We were going for our second win. We were the returning champs. We were. And uh, Ryan beforehand was all like, you can give your side of the story later, was all like, don't even worry. Like, it's so chill, whatever. Like, let's just have fun with it. Let's just do this. We got nothing left to prove. (laughs) And I was like, great. Cool. So then the Friday night I went out and I had like six beers. Oof. And to be clear, one beer is too much for me. So I was, you're a one beer maximum. I am one beer maximum. I had six or seven. How
0: did you? I've never seen you pass
1: two. I no one ever should, <laughs> and a lot of people did. Oh. And I was so hungover all day, like couldn't stomach food. Like I felt so sick. I just oh, it was so bad. I get to the show being like Ryan's going to totally understand cuz he's all like don't even worry about this is the chillest performance of our life let's just have fun. I'm just proud of myself I showed up. I get there you're so mad. I what 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 no. No <laughs> ah, no no. I was like Ryan I'm so sorry like jokes I'm like super hungover my bad but like we're chilled together Ugh. and you're like christine i wish you could take this more seriously
0: i don't think i said that i think you
1: 100 said that
0: okay also another background but for the listeners if we're doing this i wrote you a
1: facebook okay. message okay this is and, coming and on i now. said
0: it was very i i felt like from the heart and i was like i really like doing comedy with you and I had a full explanation about it was how really like quite nice. we were, you know, we met each other at the right time. It's just like good, like we hit it There's off like so this well. Thing and you respond back same Z's or something. I it was it wasn't <laughs> same Z's. It was the exact same kind of like yeah thought behind. And it. It wasn't my proudest moment, <laughs> to be totally honest. And so I'm like, yeah, great.
1: I read I- your message. It was so nice. I felt all of the same things. I was like, oh my God, Ryan's right. We met each other at the right point in our lives. We enjoy doing comedy together. We're on the same page. We have the same like pool of knowledge we're pulling from. We think the same things. And all I could think to write was,
0: you too, bud. It was, it, I think it was that. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But our show was fun. And we... Uh, we really kind of wanted to challenge ourselves, I guess, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. We we had normally performed in a of before, and four is great because you get lots of stage time. But so much energy. You can, you can sit on the sideline and like <laughs> let somebody else carry a scene while you're like, I have no idea <laughs> what to do right now. Yeah. And then, but then you know, we were messaging. We were like, oh, we should push ourselves ourselves and be uh, in a duo. Just like try it out. Yeah. Um, and I think it forces you when there's only two people, it forces you to be really energetic. Mm-hmm. It forces you to, um, you just have to go literally with the first thought because you don't have, you time, have no to stand time to think. You have no time to think. Yeah. Um, and it makes you, I think we felt a, correct me if I'm wrong, but you have to be a little bit same Yeah, same Thanks. Uh, <laughs> you have to use the stage a lot more like uh, geographically. So, like, okay, in the. Our characters are staying over in here. In the front, front right corner, those are two characters. In the yeah. back left corner those are two characters in the middle like you kind of use it as different scenes
1: it is well yeah because you're playing so many different people so if you want to jump back to say sally and fred having a conversation about grade eight not only is it easier for the audience to understand what's happening because you're the two same people yeah but it's easier for you to understand where your partner's trying to go if they jump to that side of the stage and you're like oh right okay so this is when she's pregnant yeah, <laughs> go to Ryan's going to hit on her because, damn, she's sexy when
0: she's pregnant. Oh, I've got so much feedback from that. Did you Yeah.
1: a lot of my friends? OK, well, this is exciting because this is actually our first podcast we're recording since launching yeah, the podcast yeah. into the world. Yeah, exactly. Um, and a lot of my friends are commenting on your podcast voice. In a way that I don't think they mean to be insulting to me mm. per se, but it's like, oh, I really liked your podcast. Ryan's voice is just so smooth. Really? <laughs> and like, that's really cool Did you? But, um <laughs> Like my voice was And they're like You're just you mm.
0: I'm like, See cool. when, when you're hearing Your own voice You're like I sound like a moron so. Yeah
1: but I assumed That's what everyone says They're like Oh it's only because It's your voice but So really, I assumed once okay. people Had heard the podcast mm. They would let me know Like oh Christine, You have such a great Radio voice Like Christine, You sound so like Jazzy and no.
0: I've got good feedback on your voice. Did you? Yeah. Like,
1: is anyone, like, interested in me?
0: Like, sexually?
1: <laughs> I <don't>, like, whatever. <laughs> or they're like, she sounds really intriguing. Mm,
0: I think people think you're intriguing sounding. No, but, like, <laughs> anyway, you don't need to. I'll, I'll tell you later.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> tell me. I knew I had a sensual voice.
0: Um, but since we've... Uh, seen each other also. Yeah. Um, happy Canadian Thanksgiving!
1: Oh my gosh! Happy Canadian Thanksgiving to you! Yeah.
0: Um, you. What did you do? How was your weekend?
1: It was really good. Kay. I went to New Hampshire to the White Mountains
0: Forest. I don't know what it is. Sorry, I'm going to pause you right there. Yeah, go ahead. Something about New Hampshire just makes me feel like, wow, la di da.
1: Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> I think
0: so. I've never been there. I'm just assuming.
1: I think there's parts of New Hampshire that are very la di da, and we were not in them. Uh, We went to, so it rained almost the whole time, so we could barely get any hikes then. But we went to this, what was it called? Clark's Trading Post. And I would not pay to enter, so we just walked the (laughs) (laughs) outer exterior because they did live bear shows. I don't want to see that. No. And also, it just seems like. Is it a bear
0: in captivity? Yes. in like
1: Like, I swear to God, Ryan, a little hat. No. And it would like, yes, this, yes. This you is, know it took everything in me not to protest. That I'm on surprised the spot. you didn't. I know I'm weak like that. It was raining. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad. Experience. I just
0: I this goes against everything I thought about New Hampshire. yeah. I, thought, oh, I know. I thought it was gonna be
1: like quaint little New England towns and then it was just like, just the oddest place i've ever been it was i can't even describe it okay that's not great for a podcast i'm so sorry but just know all you need to know is that there is a bear show where it like climbs up a pole and sits in a chair and they play music Uh, and it wears a hat i know no you have no idea how enraged i was yeah my other the other thing at this place was they had a water park, sort of like a big slide that opened onto a giant snake mouth, and he like came out the <laughs> snake mouth. It is freezing cold, pouring rain, and this thing is going. Yeah. And I swear the like carnival worker guy manning the slide is like, oh, you won't get wet. Don't even worry. You're on this like inflatable tube. So this man and his little child go down the slide. We watch them go down. This guy said, you're not going to get wet. Yeah. Don't worry. Come out soaking wet. Okay. Just so you soaking didn't go. wet. I
0: would have gone. I have a thing for water slides. I love water slides. Like as a 30 whatever I am, <laughs> if I see a water slide, <laughs> I'm like, let's pull over this car and go right now.
1: I've gone down one water slide since then, two years ago in Cape Breton. It was like this little water slide in like a best Western hotel. Okay. And everyone I was with was like, okay, Christine, this is just like a small slide into the deep end of the pool. To me, it was like conquering my biggest
0: fear. Conquering it's as if Everest.
1: It was equivalent to someone with a fear of snakes just going on fear factor into a snake and dropping pit. into a snake pit you know was a small slide. What drives
0: me nuts about shows? Sorry. What? No, go ahead. No, go. You know what drives me nuts about shows? <laughs> nuts about shows. Is when... Let's say it's the amazing race. Yeah. And before the, no, let's say it's the Bachelor.
1: As per usual. And
0: before they go on the Bachelor, they're like, all right, I'm miss, scared of these things. What are your yeah, fears? Totally. I hate that. They're obviously going to make you do that.
1: Never put anything down. No, Don't no. Be like, I I'm scared to put of something, puppies. Yeah.
0: Like, you idiot. And I'm then scared of
1: drinking too much tequila and like, going dancing. <laughs> yeah. I'm,
0: a, yeah. I'm afraid of seeing The Bachelor shirtless. Um,
1: I'm afraid of a fantasy suite just a little (laughs) bit too early.
0: I'm afraid of Jamaica. I don't know. Whatever. But it's like, are you kidding? And then, of course, they're like, and on this date, you're going to go bungee jumping. And then these people have these like, oh, we overcame things. And I bungee jumped for the first time in my life. And
1: I haven't worked out this theory yet. But I'm 99.9% sure that the person that wins the Bachelor is always someone that goes on like a Fear Factor-esque date mm. because they're like, I just saw what they're like when we hit
0: like you're thinking you of know, Vanessa
1: turbulence, yeah, with the whole throwing up in that throwing up. Thing. And it's like I saw what it was like to be comforted by them, and we like we overcame that together. <laughs> I need to choose them. I'm like overcoming. Per, like repelling down a, yeah. s- a skyscraper is not the same as like overcoming not being able to buy groceries one month or like compromise on family. Where are you going to go for Christmas?
0: That's a big compromise.
1: <laughs> I don't know. That, I ran out of ideas. No, really fast. I, I, totally. I have, I have a very privileged one. <laughs> <life. laughs>
0: totally. And it's like, we. you know what we haven't talked about? What? We haven't talked about Ari. Oh my God. Okay. I,
1: no, you go first. No,
0: you go I, I first. would no, lo- You go first. Here's my question: Are they so desperate?
1: Also, for the listeners that don't watch The Bachelor, because you are mature, mature and more advanced in life, Ari is the incoming bachelor who was on Emily's season like 25 years ago. <laughs> so
0: long mm. ago. What are they so desperate? Are there not other good men?
1: Right, 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 right. Because I
0: guarantee there are. I know a few good men.
1: (laughs) You should just write them. Uh, You don't know my friend Tad, but he's an all right stand-up guy.
0: Uh, What about, do you remember Jeff with one F?
1: Yeah, he is banished from. Why? For similar reasons. Him and, okay, okay, I, this is an embarrassing fact about myself, but I read a lot about The Bachelor all the time. And so I know a lot of insider information Based off of listening. Give me the
0: Jeff with one F insight.
1: Okay, so Jeff with one F, who was also on Emily's season and won over Ari. They're the final two. They became best friends post-show, post-Jeff with one F and Breaking Emily's yeah. breakup, which came shortly after the show. <laughs> Him and Ari started to become best friends in like, wow. Utah they both lived in Utah for a period of time and they used to go to sorority parties and sleep with 18 year old sorority girls and Jeff with one F was banished from the franchise because he like wasn't up to their standards of you came on the show for romance and which is a great standard (laughs) Ari like Tried to pull himself away from this is going to get cut oh away from the narrative by saying that he was like young and didn't know what he was doing. He looks like a 60 year old man. <laughs> no. And so he's like, come to just really want a wife and to settle down. And so when Peter, who was their biggest pick, Peter from this last season, yeah. said No they're like, Ari has this redemption story of he was like this bad boy who didn't love anyone since Emily, so he like was frivolous with yeah, his past. Course. And now JP he's like ready to settle JP is to this.
0: JP is like, please. <laughs> Keep uh, going. Okay, but I, so the last thing. Yeah. I read, as soon as they picked Ari, yeah. apparently him and Jeff aren't friends anymore. No, Jeff and, is. But Jeff with one F was like, I don't talk to Ari anymore. He's a pervert. Oh, <laughs> Shit, so what is the truth?
1: Okay, so part of this is because Jeff is now friends with a bunch of guys Again, oh, I know my way too goodness. much about this uh, I think I know more about the Bachelor franchise than I do with some of my own friends.
0: Okay um, good. Give it to
1: Jeff us. with one F Okay, Wanted to be on Bachelor in Paradise because he wants to be back in the franchise because he's now friends with some of the guys from a More recent season like Robbie white teeth <laughs> Yeah, okay. that guy their neighbors <laughs> Or they live together. I can't remember which. And so he wants back on and he can't get on because the franchise is like, no, your name is not good for this franchise. You're out. Your and so now name. he is pissed that this guy he did all these shitty things with is now The Bachelor. Yeah. I mean,
0: I I, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to come to the defense of any <laughs> of these guys. I have no idea. Uh, my bro Jeff with one. <laughs> yeah, Jeff with one. It seems like a reputable guy. I just would say this is such a stupid show. I watch it because it's trash, but it's just it's so, so entertaining. Stupid. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, have you seen anything good lately?
1: Okay, no, really. So the last two episodes, or however long it's been. Three. Three episodes. Oh. I'm already repeating stories, oh. and I feel like I've never gotten to contribute a like new show that I'm really liking. Give me a show. Oh my god, have you seen The Good Place?
0: The Good Place, not The yes. Good Wife.
1: No, the good, The Good Wife is also quite good. I don't know uh, the show, no. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I'm trying to figure out... JP, have you seen The Good? Yeah. Yeah, he's nodding. He knows JP what's up. JP has seen it. He yeah. knows what's up. Uh, it's so funny. It's on Netflix. It's funny? It, it...
0: sounds like it's dark. The Good Place? <laughs> I don't know. Just like...
1: Oh, you know, this is fun. What as some... What do you think a show
0: called The Good Place is about? I'm thinking of like a, a civil war in a developing country <laughs> and like a hiding place for someone, like a, a victim of genocide. We took that so dark. That's what, that's what I like. All right. Yeah. Good Whoa. place. Never watching that. That sounds dark.
1: Okay. So <laughs> let's take that and instead think about Kristen Bell.
0: Okay. Who's so uh, funny. I've seen a preview for this.
1: <laughs> well, Correct. now, yeah. I'm like, now, okay, now. I know. is not about this cave during a
0: genocide. Unless is that Kristen what you Bell's had? doing genocide shows now. No, I don't that's think she's. she not her speed.
1: Uh, it is about Kristen Bell goes to the good place which in this world is heaven so instead of like a religious base heaven and hell are the good place and the bad place and it was based off of if in your life you did more good things than bad things so your rating was a plus when you die so like you helped an elderly woman across the crosswalk which I have done once. Okay. Non-ironically. And it was
0: the best <laughs> non- moment of non-ironically. My life. Non-ironically. She,
1: I like wanted more praise for it. And I thought cars would honk at me. Like, and then honk, at the like, end, the lady was like, get you? me my grouse race. <laughs> and I was like, that was fun.
0: I, okay, keep going. Sorry. Chris, okay. Chris so
1: she, spoiler, this is spoiled in the first two minutes. I don't really think it's a spoiler. She enters the good place. But she realizes very quickly it's a mistaken identity thing. Someone with the same name as her clearly died at the exact same moment. And so she goes to the good place, even though she's not a great person. I love that
0: in this afterlife, heaven, hell thing, there's like a computer glitch.
1: Yeah. It's like, (laughs) yeah, keep watching. (laughs) Keep watching. So it's all about coming to terms with her in this place that she's not technically supposed to be in, and her presence in the good place is creating all these other glitches because she's not supposed to be there. And it is so freaking funny it's and original. Funny? Okay, oh, get, my God, it's so funny.
0: Uh, there isn't a show where, like, the. never mind, I'm going to cut this. It's about a woman in, like, a ghost body, and she... No. <sighs> I, I don't like... Ziva. Drop Dead Diva. I love Drop
1: Dead Diva. What in the oh world? Oh my God. What a great oh. show. So this I hope is- we don't cut this because it is really good was
0: netflix like this is a hundred percent match for you
1: oh my god no you know how they do the percentage drop dead diva easily 110 okay this is the thing with drop dead diva is you have to get past the first like five to six episodes and just accept the premise of this like really skinny supermodel dies in a car accident at the exact same time That this lawyer who has like body image issues, but is like this most badass, strong woman who's like fights for people's rights is also like having a heart attack or is in a coma. And then the supermodel who's like super vain, but like kind of nice and a little funny enters the body and then it's like, and she gets all of her knowledge. Of the lawyer so she can do these law cases but none of her memories she keeps all of her memories as a supermodel <sighs> okay I didn't explain it well you can cut this but it is a great
0: show uh, it's funny that you so I'm moving past like, I can't I would see like I'd see that show on this thing like oh
1: it's, it's good
0: it, isn't it so <laughs> insulting when like Netflix is like 100% match it's like dog puppy Christmas Carol and you're like no
1: Please. Stop looking at my Netflix, Ryan. <laughs> I'm never insulted
0: but by that. But then, like, the, like, cool, like, nature documentary where you feel educated. It's, like, it's like 45, <laughs> 45 45.
1: Anything with yeah. subtitles for me is, like, I think it's at 65 only because of my partner's viewing that it kind of <laughs> balances out. But if it was just him viewing, it would be, like, 100%. And mine brings
0: it down to 65 I watched a Bitcoin documentary, which was fascinating. And yes. it bumped my nerd movies way up. I got way more nerd conspiracy theory movies.
1: I watched a Hallmark movie about a coffee shop owner.
0: Oh, that's going to Who falls you. in love with a no.
1: divorcee writer. And now all my writings are peak perfect.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they should have like archetype people as Netflix. So like if you want to be like this person... Ooh. Watch this one, and we'll make your ratings. <laughs> who would your Who would your person be? Okay, somebody like with a really good taste in comedy. Like, like who? Oh, oh, you want me to like?
1: I want to. I want you to name us like a celebrity that you'd be like. I
0: would view what they view. Oh. Uh, Does that make sense? It's hard. Uh, okay.
1: It's hard, okay.
0: <laughs> Aziz Ansari.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like,
0: new like kind of new wave comedian. Funny guy writes his own stuff. Yeah. But I feel like he'd have a good like art bent, but then he'd also be caught watching like chopped. Nature of Birds and Chopped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, we went different ways, but he could probably watch <laughs> Chop too.
1: I don't know who my person would be. I feel like I would want it to be like Will Arnett, because I like his humor. Like I like Bojack Horseman. Yeah. I like him in a bunch of things. I think he's funny and sharp. So that's why I would want it to be. But I think it would probably be Ashley Tisdale from the High School Musical <laughs>
0: series. You were like borderline one of the most popular shows, Arrested Development. Like just witty, funny. Yeah. No, High School Musical, Zach Efron. High School Musical,
1: Zach Efron. Okay, what have you been watching and was it funny?
0: Um Okay, so remember, I was saying like my ideal Netflix persona was like Aziz Ansari. I'm just like, that's like something, you know, let's pretend that's it. Yeah. I watched a uh, Baywatch. <laughs> and you
1: just dropped it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, was it was it gun- on an airplane.
1: Oh, it was on an airplane. It was on an airplane. Oh, uh, less judgment.
0: Really? Okay. Yeah,
1: because what else are you going to watch on airplane? There are other
0: good movies. That I skipped over, I think. Um, it okay. So one, it made me want to work out.
1: Okay, to get buff like
0: Zach. Holy crap!
1: With um, Zach or The Rock, which both, one are you holy both? crabbing? Okay, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's painful at moments. Like it's one of those movies where like you. The opening scenes are like explaining all the context. So it just jumps around from like character to character to be like, here's my backstory in five seconds. I'm nervous around women. Here's my backstory. I'm a dedicated lifeguard. So guard. one
1: characteristic to each person yeah. that will drive yeah. their plot through the movie. Oh,
0: my goodness. And it's so it's like the first 10 minutes are just bouncing around this little the bay where they watch. And it's just so That painful. name's so insightful. But then like you're like 30 minutes in, you're like, okay. I can like just power through this, and then by the end you're like, "Yay, they defeated!" You know, you're like, you cheer for it. Okay,
1: I have a question. Okay. I have two questions. Okay. One, Baywatch related. Did you watch the TV show when it was on? No. Okay, I've never so seen uh, there's probably like the nostalgia of the movie that the movie is trying to rely on. Is yeah, nothing. and I'd
0: never seen the show. I yeah. wasn't allowed to watch it, you know, Oh, slow no, motion. No. Please. That's, no. That's I wasn't allowed to watch Harry Potter, let uh, alone Baywatch. I was yeah, it, we could go on. We could do a whole episode on shows I wasn't allowed to watch.
1: Oh, that'd be a fun. Maybe episode five. Yeah, maybe. Okay. And we could watch some of them now. <laughs> that'd be great. Um, my second question is I think a movie like Baywatch requires you, and this kind of comes back to the Netflix queue, um, requires you to like bad movies and i are you we've never talked about this are you someone who like loves a movie because it's so bad that there, it's good
0: so i have an example yeah there's a movie called alex and emma do you know this movie it's with luke wilson no i don't and, think i've ever uh, seen it
1: i love luke wilson
0: yeah he's hot. so luke wilson is like an author trying to finish his book and he's stuck yeah so he hires kate hudson Okay, to yeah. help him type it out. And she's a <gasps> oh, stenographer. Yeah yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, I've seen this.
0: <laughs> and so it's like in his like crappy set design department. And he, um, every time she starts writing, it like flashes to this the... like early 1900s set that he's created. It's a stupid, stupid movie. But... And of course they fall in love. Of course they do. And I've watched it probably like 30 times. It's so weird, but...
1: There's something so comforting in a movie that you know is so bad.
0: You want to know the IMDb rating on Alex and Emma? Oh, can I guess? Yeah.
1: Three point six. No,
0: it's not like. Shh.
1: Okay, five.
0: Five point six. All right, I had the point yeah, six. Yeah, you had that point six down. <laughs> yes. Um. So that's my like crappy, but. I'll go to that movie sometimes. Mine
1: is, uh, I don't know if it went straight to TV, but I suspect it did. Beauty and the Briefcase <laughs> starring yeah, uh, Hillary Duff. Hilary Duff, yeah. Oh, for the listeners that have never seen this masterpiece of a so bad it's good film.
0: I'm looking at the IMDb rating while you say this.
1: It is uh, about a woman.
0: Is she beautiful?
1: Hilary Duff? She's no, it's the be- like I'm playing. She, yeah, yeah, I got that now. She's the beauty. You're right. Uh, she works for a magazine and she's trying to pitch a story but her editor's like that doesn't work that's overused done 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 so she pitches trying to date someone uh, in the business world and so she lies on her resume and gets a job in an office and meets the briefcase of her beauty and the briefcase, but it's not who she actually thinks she's in love with. Mo this is a bunch of spoilers. Watch the movie. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but she like falls in love with this like muscly kind of guy, but then she realizes she's really in love with this like nerdy briefcase. Accountant dude and it's all so... oh, these like sexy
0: accountants right now are like oh come <laughs> oh, yeah. on yeah
1: yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh and it's so bad but so good. You want to know the rating for that? Oh okay, let me guess. I'm actually gonna say it's six point eight.
0: Wow, you think it's a good movie?
1: Well, I think it's better. I feel like
0: okay. Goodfellas or something, like some classic at six. It is 5.5. five point five.
1: Five point ah, damn it, so lower. One <laughs> better.
0: Alex Low- and Emma. Alex yeah, and sorry. Point one lower.
1: Ah, oh, damn it.
0: <sighs> um. Okay. I'm also gonna say. Yeah, I started the new season of SNL started, and I love SNL. SNL is like, I love the like cultishness of it and the lore and the, just like the fraternity that comes with like, like the 40th anniversary SNL was. Wow. Like I, I don't know. I just like it felt like coming home. It was so I loved it. So I've never watched a full episode.
1: I. I cannot believe it. I know. I, I know. And you love
0: sketch comedy
1: I and you're love like an And all these people are like improvising. I know. I know. Wow. But you want to give me a star on Beauty in the briefcase? <laughs> Let me tell you comedic gold.
0: So, first episode, um, Ryan Gosling. Babe. Beautiful guy. Babe. Next episode, um, Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Babe. It, so it's like. <laughs> Is that why you're watching this? No, that's not why. But okay. So, Hank so didn't watch. So, Kate McKinnon, who's yep. like, I'd say she drives most scenes now. She's like the veteran. She's funny. She's really quirky. I'm explaining this. Like, I feel stupid. I know, playing this to you. No, you? I know Kate McKinnon. <laughs> okay.
1: I know some of the key people. I've okay. just, and I've watched highlights of it. Okay. I've just never sat and watched start to finish an episode of Best Now.
0: How many Bachelor episodes? No, I don't even watch. Don't even. No. It's fine. So, She is like, she's amazing. She's so good at characters. She's, you can tell that she drives, she's like a big engine in that show now. Yeah. And she, the obviously the first episode of the new season, they have new cast members. And if you watch her after every episode, I always watch the end credits because you can see the cast members kind of interacting and it's it's a little bit more casual, like after the show. She, during the like end credits, She goes over and pulls a new cast member who had who didn't appear in the first episode because he was just like
1: he's he's too new. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so he didn't make it in any sketches. So probably all the sketches he pitched didn't get picked up. And she brings him into the center of the screen so he can get like that screen time. And it's like that effort to go over there and just like bring this guy who's kind of like probably nervous as hell. Yeah. And standing on the periphery of his first week on SNL. And just like it warmed my heart so much. And there's been other times where like you could tell somebody messed up in a sketch and you can see her in the end credits giving them a pep talk. And I just love that.
1: Yeah, it's I think so, she just seems
0: so nice. I love supportive comedy. Like, yeah. I, I love that. Just like, hey, comedy's is friggin hard and you can bomb a night or you can have a I mean, in this case, you can have a week where like none of the stuff you write gets picked up.
1: But that's okay. And that's okay. Yeah.
0: And she just like, she did so. It's just like I saw it and I was like, that's so cool. And that's, yeah.
1: This is my, I have two questions. That's my whole bit this, <laughs> this episode. I have two follow up questions. One, I totally agree. Uh, I think comedy can be, I mean, if you see that movie, Don't Think Twice, which I've only ever heard is like a very realistic depiction of trying to make it in comedy and something sort of trying to seek that top of something like SNL is very competitive and you're pulling each other down all the time. So I have one question of do you think it's easier to show that kindness if you're already at the top? Yeah. Because you're not constantly fearing that you're going to be taken down a peg because you're already there. You've already like established yourself. You're the leading character. You're driving the, the show. So I wonder if, that allows yeah, yeah, Kate yeah, McKinnon yeah. to play that role. And it's still amazing that she is, because I think a lot of people could be in her role and have an ego and not do that for people. But I think she worked really hard to get there too. All of them do, but she had to like claw her way in there by yeah. the sounds of it. Yeah. Uh, so I think she understands what people have gone through to get on that stage, even if your sketch doesn't make it in an episode.
0: She was upright Citizens Brigade, by the I
1: know. Oh, We've performed on that stage. Oh, stop. I just want to like lick the floor <laughs> in like a not weird way. Okay. Keep My going. second yeah. question was, oh, I forget it now. It's gone. I had it. It was a good question. Okay. Let me
0: answer your first question. Go ahead. So yes, I think so. I think that, um, Kate McKinnon is in a privileged position now being kind of like the veteran of the crew. And yeah. probably she realizes this. And then, you know, Lauren Michaels or whoever is like, Hey, I need you. Or maybe she did it on her own fruition or whatever. Yeah. Volition. Volition? I use words wrong all the time. <laughs> it's so, so so frequent. So but I think you can also be it's like in the workplace. You you can be also just a good person. So yeah. when you're all like competing to get on SNL and work hard and like get, you know, but you're like just in the underling making like zero dollars performing at some um, crappy night. Yeah, or performing at Upright Citizens Brigade. You can still be a good coworker in the sense of like me and my job now, I still want to be nice to people and encourage people who, in the end, maybe they're going to go for the same promotion as me, or maybe they're going to go for the same, like, I don't know, job for me in the future. Yeah. You can still be a, and I, she comes across as somebody who's like a good person anyway, that even when she was at UCB or whether, you know, before she was famous, she probably still was encouraging people. I get that vibe. I'm totally projecting that on her, but
1: this made me think of my second question right. of do you ever read celebrity gossip about someone and really take it on as your own opinion? Like <laughs> I will read okay, this is a very tangible example. That like six years ago I read that Scarlett Johansson was mean on set. Mm-hmm. And now anytime someone breaks her up, I'm like, mm. She is so mean. I heard that
0: about Cameron Diaz and it's totally true. I've heard that about Cameron
1: Diaz the too. The Oh, such a good movie. Another movie that's so bad. It's so <laughs> good. No, I really do just take it on as my own opinion. And I'll read something and just take it as fact. And I'll be like... Uh, Cameron Diaz refused to take pictures with fans. It's That's like maybe she too. was having a bad day. Yeah, yeah, made, yeah. Like people are just intruding on her space. And I'm like, oh my God, did you hear that thing about Cameron Diaz? She's so but I've read that Kate McKinnon is super kind and like there's something she did really nice yeah. on set once. I'm like, yeah. she is such a sweetheart. <laughs> and I talk about them as if I've like gone for coffee with them you and know. they've either like yeah. wronged me or bought my latte.
0: Um I would highly recommend if you are a listener and you love like comedy and like understanding it, uh, the comedians in cars getting coffee with Jerry Seinfeld and Kristen Wiig is fantastic. Like the way they break apart a joke and like dissect it and say like, why is that joke funny? And how is that funny? And she started out as an improviser too. Like she moved to LA. Like I want to be an actress, was a server. And then she's like, she's talking about how she just became an improviser and like, Mm -hmm was like, oh, I'm home now. Like, that's so cool. That's so I so recommend cool. that.
1: Have you watched his Netflix special? Yes. Did you like it?
0: I was like really hoping you wouldn't ask me that.
1: Oh my God. Okay. I don't need to. No, it's
0: out. There. I've only watched
1: half of it. That's a sign that how I felt about it.
0: I didn't.
1: You didn't like it either? <gasps> God, you're gonna love it, and I'm, this is gonna be like attention. And we already have that no, Facebook message thing, we can't <laughs> handle anything else right now.
0: But we, I have to preface this by saying, I love Seinfeld. I, lo- I love Seinfeld. We are living in like sitcoms, we're still in Jerry Seinfeld's world. Like they
1: created this format people, that people
0: are just working within. This is like, I know,
1: I know, I know. You and don't I don't even watched need it and I thought,
0: him. I don't know if this is like, there's a few times where I'm like, huh.
1: But you didn't laugh more than a ha. No. My thing is that, again, I only made it like 30 minutes in.
0: As soon as you told me what you thought of it, I couldn't stop thinking about it.
1: The dad joke thing? Yeah. Oh my God. Every joke is a dad
0: joke. Wordplay. So
1: many jokes are about grammar. I'm yeah. like, I get it. You get the difference between there and there. Yeah. Cool. It was Jerry. You're better than this.
0: <sighs> I've seen him live and. Oh. It's been good. Um, And that was only like five years ago. So, like, I don't think that, like, he's obviously in those five years, it's like got bad. But
1: I just think maybe he was like pitched this Netflix special and he was like, cool, I need new material for it. And he opened up a dictionary and was like, These words are spelt the same but mean different things. Let's play with that. But if
0: you're Jerry Seinfeld and you approach Netflix, they're gonna say, let's they would do any anybody still would do anything for Jerry Seinfeld.
1: But I don't need to hear a five minute joke on you're on a train, but you're in a cab, but you're on a bus, but you're in a house. What's the difference? I know. What's the deal with inverse on? That's what the, that was the whole essence it, of that joke. I know. We're gonna get negative
0: feedback on this. Yeah, my goodness. I'm scared that Jerry Seinfeld's gonna call me and like, I thought you loved me.
1: Speaking of, was that funny? Okay. What about us? Are we funny? No. Let's try <laughs> Well, that was a short yeah, segment. Done. Next. I wanna do our new material showcase segment. Oh, you wanna do new materials showcase? <laughs> New material. Joke Is it funny? Let's find out.
0: Okay. Give me, give me your bet. Like, what have you been working on? Okay. Okay. As you're hiking through the prestigious have, New Hampshire. Okay.
1: So I have a couple ideas. Okay. They're all short jokes. Yeah. Okay. But who
0: has time for long jokes these days?
1: <laughs> One... I just don't know if I should, like, put on, like, a persona of, like, a stand-up comedian. Like, so, um, okay, so a lot of my friends are single. A lot of them are on Tinder or, like, Bumble or whatever the equivalent is. And I I want so badly to be part of the conversations. Like, I Mm -hmm. really want to just be, like, in there. But I haven't been, and I knew this was a perfect thing to bring on this podcast because you have it worse than I do. (laughs) I mean, no (laughs) way. no. That came out wrong. (laughs) you
0: barely making it by.
1: (laughs) You have it better than I do, but worse in the sense that you were even younger when you locked into a relationship that you're still in. So I haven't dated since I didn't work that well. I'm so sorry. No, I appreciate that. I haven't dated since I was 21. So I'm with all my single friends, and it's like they're talking about online dating and what it's like to date today. And I Used to feel like I could still participate in that conversation because I had enough bad dating stories. I had enough like experiences being single, but they're becoming further and further removed from the reality people are in now. Totally. I was 21. I'm now 28 and people are meeting online and through work or whatever else. And I want uh, a joke around trying to relate to the dating scene today using the stories I still have from my previous dating experience, which are so far removed from a 20-year-old. So I want something like, yeah, I totally, I totally get that you had like a bad first date with some guy on Tinder. I like met this guy through my model UN club and like (laughs) then we got into this like really heated debate about the legalization of marijuana. And it was Mm. like at the campus bar and like I had to leave and go back to my dorm because I was like so mad. So upset.
0: okay I have a build I've been working on a joke well not working on it I mean I wrote it down and it's in my notebook it's crazy but a I want to do a joke but I this is also somewhat of a serious thing I want to develop an app for yeah. people in committed relationships <laughs> Yeah, because as you get into committed relationships you've been in there for a long time yeah. you like sometimes like I I'm saying and I'm looking in the eye I love my wife
1: i know you love your wife
0: sometimes you would like to know
1: am i still hot (laughs) am i stop
0: no this is not i'm not not done and so then you think you know what we should have an app for all people in committed happy relationships (laughs) and you can just swipe each other to give each other affirmation like you're still hot and so i'm good i'm get these notifications i'm like Oh, this person doesn't want to have sex with me. They just want me to know that I still got it. And then, you know, obviously my wife would be like supportive of me doing this. And it's just like a little bump. Like, yeah, you 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 look good. That's all I want. And I, I think that's an app. I wanted
1: so badly to hate this idea. Like so badly the moment you said it, I wanted to hate it.
0: And I love it. It's, it's all consensual. Everybody's agreeing because it's not like, oh, let's meet in like, the park mm. and do it. It's like, <laughs>
1: okay, yeah, this comes yeah. back to us not knowing what dating is today. Yeah, all right. Hey, girl, <laughs> there's a
0: parking the park. lot.
1: <laughs> you want to do it? Uh, I don't know. Maybe that is what dating is like today. I don't know.
0: No. To, I think it's just assumed that you. Anyway. I
1: love that idea. And then you could like. Maybe be able to relate to people on Tinder yeah. a bit more. Like, oh, I swiped. I don't know what it. I is only got five right. likes
0: today on my face or <laughs> my personality. I don't know. I feel like it's a good way to be. Like, I'm not trying to just like, what You know, I am so happy in my relationship, but it would be nice to be like, you know what? I just you're okay. fine. You're Maybe doing fine.
1: It's just me. And I'm a jealous person. I don't know. I need to reflect on this, but I feel like my partner would get like 60 likes like that. He's hot. And I would be like, (laughs) so this one guy didn't swipe to say he liked my face, but like he mess, he direct messaged me to say that my tagline brunch improv camping was like nice or whatever. But like, he didn't say I was hot. So,
0: so. I mean, yeah, it's it's possible. (laughs) (laughs)
1: because <laughs> I've already figured out if I ever that am single again right. out 100% you came that so quick it's because I knew it I don't know what that says about me but I already knew it
0: I have a friend and um, I wonder if I should say this I have a friend and his uh, it was on Bumble or whatever and he's yeah. like at his little bio thing didn't say anything except for my Uber rating is like 4.89 and girls were loving it
1: what does that even mean you're, like is he an Uber driver? No, he's an Uber customer. You rate customer? I've never used Uber. Wow,
0: uh, they have bad labor practices. It's like you don't know me. And it's a good—that's a good rating, or like four point nine something. I don't want to. like. And so, how are you rated on Uber? The drivers rate you after you.
1: Oh, as a customer, I feel like I'm
0: talking to an alien. I'm and- <laughs> sorry. Okay, I got one more.
1: All right. Okay, have you ever played the game M.A.S.H. when you were a kid? For listeners who have never played M.A.S.H., it was a game you'd play in, like, elementary school or middle school, mansion, apartment, shack, shack, and house, and then you'd have, like, categories, like number of kids you'll have, the person you're going to marry, your job, and it'd be like a fortune-telling thing. Where you'd pick three options and then all of your friends would pick a fourth really bad option. I want to do
0: this right now. Walk me through it.
1: Okay, so it's MASH. Yeah, okay. <laughs> got that. I'm there. So kids.
0: What do I do now? I
1: Okay, so if I if it's you are playing, you pick three options. Like I want zero
0: kids, one kid, or two kids. And where do I do I write them you down? You write them down.
1: Kay. Zero, one, two. You can pick your options. Maybe Don't you maybe want tell me. a lot. Go ahead. Okay. And then I pick your last option. Okay. So, kids, I'm gonna say you want 12. Okay. And then, uh, significant others, you list three names. Like, how many people I want? No, like you're in grade eight and you're like, who am oh, I gonna marry I one it day? Was like a oh, polyamorous no. kind of. Like. I mean, that's fine too, but for <laughs> the sake of the game, it's who am I gonna marry one day? So, you put down three names. Okay. I'm glad I'm you wrote make, your wife's name first. I'm gonna make up. In case up other you're names. wondering, he did <laughs> Sarah. Uh,
0: what was like a hot girl name and oh um Lindsay? I had like seven <laughs> Lindsays in my class. I had like 13 Julies.
1: Okay, great. And I'm gonna say you could marry um Molly Shannon's character and superstar.
0: Molly Shannon.
1: But know that it's the character she played in Superstar. Yeah,
0: I don't have room for that, but I'll like. Okay, know. and then
1: you pick like your mode of transportation. Okay. So it's like Lamborghini. Oh
0: yeah, I know, th- I know three cars max. Okay, great. Ford Escape.
1: Yep, and then uh, you choose two other ones.
0: Um, some sort of Corvette, <laughs> an open top car. No, and, that uh, 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 a convertible. Convertible. <laughs> Just a just a <laughs> This is great for
1: my joke cuz this is coming to my my punchline. Okay. Uh and then I'm going to choose like a vacuum cleaner. Like you can't ride a vacuum cleaner. I know, but I'm playing it as if I'm in grade oh, 8 again. Oh my goodness. And then your last one, let's say, is location, like where you're going to live,
0: like oh. Ottawa or no. hell no. <laughs> okay, choose New <laughs> York City. New York City. Um oh, wine Valley, California. California wine. California wine. wine. Yeah, I'll write that.
1: Yeah, great. And then Um, one more.
0: uh, Spain.
1: And I'm going to choose, oh, I got to choose one that's, um, I'm going to choose Timbuktu. I don't know. That's that's always what I chose when I was a kid.
0: That's so lame of you.
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So then if you're playing it, I would start doing like numbers on a piece of paper, which I'm doing now. And you're going to tell me when to stop. Stop. Okay. 11. 11. So you would go for mash and count 11 and cross things out as you go. Okay. Do that as I'm telling my joke. And then we'll know what your life is. And for each category, you choose the last one that's standing. Okay. So my joke is that mash when you were a kid is very much like, I think you're going to marry a smelly clown named Samson or you're going to have 28 kids, or you're going to drive a vacuum cleaner, or you're going to live in Timbuktu. But I recently, a year ago, played MASH as an adult, and I've realized the answers are so different because no one can escape the reality of life. And so it's like, oh, I want to have one kid, two kids, or three kids. What number are you going to put down? What do I put down for you? 12. If you're playing as an adult, you put like... (laughs) I think you're going to have... five kids think of the child care costs or another category we didn't do is like dream career. And when you're a kid, you put like astronaut doctor superstar. And I feel like now it's like, I would like to be like a union researcher or have a podcast that goes relatively well and has a good viewership. And I think there's a joke in how hard it is for adults to escape the actual realities, like, I feel like ideal cars now are like, I would like a Prius that's great on gas, but maybe as four wheel drive for the winter. Uh, or I want to live in central Ottawa, but not have to pay the high housing cost. And I think there's a joke there. How's your mash going? Good. Do you have a life yet?
0: I'm really close. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that's my joke. I oh my think- goodness. I Okay, like- you got it? Let me hear it.
0: I'm marrying my wife.
1: Oh, that's good. That yeah. was good. That was close,
0: Can you imagine, like, how, well, yeah, we played this stupid <laughs> game for Christina's bit. Okay, but what else? What else? We live in a shack. Yeah. One kid. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm i married to my wife. Yeah. And we live in California wine. What's your vehicle? Oh, I did it wrong. I- cross them all
1: oh, out. <laughs> right. okay but do you think there could be a joke there yeah for sure i mean it's
0: go. i you would have to like blow it up later then to be like just a reality of a life and like keep going into yeah like the broader like why
1: i just think it used to be so fun your as expectations a
0: as a child oh for Verse sure
1: now yeah
0: i would put all my hottest crushes in there to be like and then i'd like show them like hey just so you know so, you know, Amanda. you made it in my
1: top three.
0: Yeah. yeah. But I ended up marrying Molly Shannon's character from Superstar. Yeah, sorry, girl. girl. Um. Anyway, so let's just call it that 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 was new material showcase. That was fun. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Thank <laughs> you. Thanks for sharing that. We should probably wrap up. Okay, let's do it. All right. That well, was fun. Yeah, and I'll also add, okay, we have a Twitter. We do. At Scene Partners. Yeah. And we're, we're, we're getting followers. Love we have... A don't couple false, yeah. <laughs> but it will happen more and more. It takes
1: time. Yeah, and we, we got to start episodes. tweeting with hashtags. Do you want
0: me to tell jokes on there?
1: Yeah, okay. go for it. All right, go for it. Just full authority over that Twitter. <laughs> okay. We have some listeners now, Ryan. I'll
0: I'll post a shirtless picture myself. Please don't. <laughs> Today's episode was recorded in Ottawa, Ontario, at Pop Up Podcasting, featuring Christina Muehlberger and Ryan Mulligan. Recorded by JP Davidson, and featuring music by Nikolai Hayless, Mr. Gavin, and Foxbeat Music, all available on SoundCloud. Thanks for listening.